0: This is Defiant Wrestling's James R. Kennedy. Top class, middle initial, bottom line. And you're listening to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast.
1: Paul's Ramblin' Podcast, yo, got McLeod here, joined as always by Paul Brown, yo, and uh, kind of a middle midweek episode because we would record it at the weekend as we usually do, like we did last week. But
0: Scott's I'll... going on holiday.
1: Yes, by the time you're you're listening to this, I'll probably be on my way to Amsterdam or sitting in some cafe getting a joint. Yeah, depends. Depends on when you're listening to it. If you're listening to it on the Friday, I'm probably just away. If you're listening to it later the weekend, I'm probably
0: are you going to bring me back a souvenir?
1: Maybe not a souvenir you're thinking of. Right? So it'll you're be a freaking... legal one? Yeah, something legal. God. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you're, a good, you're a good friend, Paul, but I will not risk going to jail for you. Will you bring me back a tiny windmill? Yeah, what is your position with the tiny windmill? You keep going on a bit. A bit it just you, keep telling me, a... you keep telling me buy a tiny windmill, that'll make everything better.
0: It might, because you'll see it and you'll giggle.
1: No, because you'll keep going on about it. I'll probably see a tiny windmill and probably hate, hate, hate it for the fact that oh, well, that's a shitty thing that Paul keeps going on about. Tiny windmill with the berserker standing next to it. Oh, don't bring that <laughs> trick into this.
0: <laughs> going, oh. <"Huh." laughs>
1: Please never bring him up again.
0: I won't. Uh, before we get further into maybe it. Like, maybe that's why that shop and Clive Blanc closed down because they had like to the cheat to sell the berserker. What's up? Your- Toy Town is gone now. What, did they have a berserker in there? Yeah. I was going to buy you one just to annoy
1: you. Yes, and I would have thrown it at your head. And not even exaggerating on that one. I know. <laughs> but moving on from the berserker. That way. I thank James R Kennedy of Defiant Wrestling Formula of ICW for that soundbite. Uh, you can catch an interview with James R Kennedy on Eat Sleep Soup Plates retweet that uh, my brother Ross conducted in the, we up in the coming weeks. They've recorded quite a few interviews. There's always a there's always a pecking order what one's gonna come out first. Yeah. But uh, well well in, t- in terms of recording, we haven't still been the last time. In terms of recording, it's not been long since I last seen you. It hasn't been. I can see the main thing you've done, Paul, is you've been rearranging your, your bedroom. Untidying. Untidying. Yeah, Untidying. It's like, if you if you could see it, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of like the Stephen Step Brothers. if you ever seen it, when they put the bunk beds up and you, you see all the, all
0: the floor space.
1: Look at all the space. <laughs> Look at all the activities we can do. In it.
0: We can play board games. <laughs> yeah other than that, Paul, who, who have you been? I'm doing great. I, I'm i amazed at myself. I bought a bottle of bourbon on Monday. Mm-hmm. My favourite kind of bourbon too. What was that? Good old Jim Beam. A litre bottle you of bourbon. To get, are you trying to get sponsored again? Yeah. Are you trying to get free shit again? Yeah.
1: I broke this thing, I don't know what it but is.
0: But anywho, don't fuck with that. That's for standing the phone on so I can watch crap. I can fix it though. it's okay. But... I bought that bottle on Monday and fucking shock horror. It's still sealed. I haven't drank it.
1: Why is that? Surely you buy a bottle of gin bean.
0: I don't drink it, but surely if you were to yeah. buy it it's before drinking. <laughs> you do, Scott. But considering I am, I am a borderline alcoholic anyway, <laughs> I figured it may be wise to hang back and not open my bottle until an appropriate time. If that bottle is still sealed by Monday, next week, mm-hmm. I'll be fucking... I will be amazed on a phenomenal scale. Yeah, I, would, I
1: highly doubt that, ball Be honest with
0: you? I bet you.
1: No, because now that you're betting me, now you're going to actually try and not open it. So I bet you you're a stack, pound. You're stacking the deck in your, your favour because you know that if you bet it, then you've got the reason not to open it.
0: Yeah.
1: No, that way, that way I'm essentially helping you not drink it, and I will not be doing that.
0: Isn't it better to enable someone not to drink? Well, yes, but not... Someone, so you're encouraging not, me not, to drink? But not in the... Ch- well, yeah, but
1: not... <laughs> no. I, don't, you know, I am helping, enabling you not to drink because you do have a borderline
0: problem. Yeah. That's getting a little bit past borderline, but... I'm sober now. For now. But, uh Well that bottle's staying closed and I have no money, so I'm sober for the foreseeable future. But the point was, actually, I would happily
1: enable someone not to drink alcohol, but not in the childish way that you're doing it. That you're, well, but at least the way you're when suggesting. it's childish, it's fun. That's, that depends on your perspective, usually, Paul. I your have a very childish so, perspective. From your perspective, yes, maybe to me. It's
0: fucking annoying. Yeah, you old fuddy-duddy. How dare you? How <laughs> very dare you.
1: You go on the corner and think about what you've done.
0: I'm going to repair the little phone stand that you broke. Anyway, anywho,
1: other than that, I was anything,
0: anything of note. Yeah, nah, not really. I went and bought a lot of shit in shops. I spent all of my money I had. But we all. I had to buy food and all that crap. You not know, all that normal shit you have to buy.
1: Oh, how dare! Well, hard trip. You had to buy food. You had to buy the thing, one of the things that helps keep you alive.
0: Yeah, I, I did well not spending more than. I spent under £60 in Iceland Law, so. That was good. I did that thing where you go in, you grab a trolley, and you don't think. You just throw shit in the trolley and make it to the fucking till.
1: I do see that as your strategy. strategy.
0: Don't think, just grab shit. Yeah, that, that works. That is a strategy that suits you. That works. Because if you think too much, you might spend more time when you need to in the fucking shop. Mm-hmm. And then you'll stand in some queue that's very long and in front of you is some old person <laughs> with a lot of crap yeah, who's fiddling through his or her purse yeah. and footering and going, oh, I've no got this. Oh, 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 oh. And you're like, just buy your shit and leave, you fuck. The worst thing about places like them is when they
1: only have, they build like four or five checkouts but only one person don't. Yeah,
0: what the fuck is with that shit, man? Yeah. It's like you clearly have other checkouts and you clearly have staff put one of them on the fucking till.
1: I know, you clearly have the, the money to hire staff and pay them to work so and get one of them on the fucking till.
0: Yeah, don't have umpteen people on one or two fucking tills when you have four of them. Yeah, I know. You're standing behind old people flying about with a fucking purse.
1: We weren't planning on having any rants, but we're started to go in and one, haven't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've run out of tobacco. There's another rant. I was I was asking if you had anything to rant about, but you've you don't need to find things, things just naturally occur you the, the rants just come naturally, don't they?
0: We do. I'm a very hateful person.
1: <laughs> no. I I would I even deny it with a straight face.
0: No, you can't. I was gonna
1: make some sorry joke, but you're like, it's not even worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not. Yeah, uh, I, like I say, I would say I've not had. I've had the most eventful week. Yeah, I did go to ICW on Sunday.
0: Yeah. It was a very eventful, eventful show. Did you not already cover that though? No. Oh, you went to another one. No. Don't. No. I don't
1: think you that.
0: were covering a thing. I know Blackpool. I was talking about. Ah, oh, Blackpool.
1: That was it. But if I could be, we the team. We talked about it briefly, and by briefly, I mean, as there's a lot happened on that fake club. So have at it, man. Have at it. Like, I mean, <coughs> I think the only reason I enjoyed this one so much was like, I went to what the first fake club I went to in the garage was like in April. Yeah. And I had a lot of good shit happen. Like there was a funny. Leighton, other pretending to be Elias coming out with a ukulele instead of a guitar and was <laughs> <laughs> that, there was a deathmatching event which involved someone going through glass and there was a cool triple threat Cool, but, uh, and then there seemed to be a run in the middle of the year of kind of not the best like fight clubs so I think so for a while I thought oh probably because I was being spoiled with that first one I went, I happened to go to that the other ones that didn't really match up but then this one happened and a lot of shit happened I mean, because this is their last like fight club before the square goal, which is on the 24th, she's
0: ah. in uh, the SWG3. Did you have a cold, Scott?
1: I don't know where it is, my nose just keeps running for no reason. It's just happening just there.
0: Generally, that means you got a cold. Well, I fucking hold I don't, I'm going, on, going away on Friday. There's plenty of medicine where you're going. Not that kind of medicine, <laughs> I like get. Maybe it will not solve your cold, but it will help you not care about your cold. <laughs> Still have one though, if I do have one. Yeah, but you won't care. Better care now. That's because you're not in Amsterdam yet. Sure. (laughs) I would be most surprised if you go through your entire time in Amsterdam and not get a little bit high at least once. Well if I don't Well, if you if you walk into any particular cafe, you may get high just by being in the cafe, yes. Second
1: hand high, as you would say.
0: Yeah. Second hand high. Best kind. You don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> just standing about, just
1: close, just close enough. Well, that, that would be
0: like that would look creepy though. Wait, what, about it. what are you doing, man? I'm just breathing in the ambiance, man. I'm breathing. You don't <laughs> own the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <ICW>. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, well, you you distracted <laughs> me, didn't you? Go on. Uh You did? Ellie does these like, usual things when he comes out before the show starts and like warms up the crowd because he's also a comedian in his spare time. Yeah. I say spare time as well as doing ICO because ICO usually does like one or two a month. Yeah. But he comes out and he's doing, and he has another thing where he puts these small, like, really tiny mannequin hands do his thing, so he comes out with his <laughs> tiny hand. And see so most people wouldn't say, like, why is that as funny as it is, But for whatever reason, like, it just, like, killed everybody. Everybody's yeah. pissing themselves laughing. Even and he's laughing. You're like, it's fucking freezing outside. Like, Look at him to my horns. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Aye. And, like, and then, like I say the winger-ins pissing his cell laughing and, and, like, they're both, like, at one point, Billy's, like, got tears on his face. He's like, <laughs> then he, he tries to do his intro. and. Uh, to the actual show and has to do it like he has to redo it like two or three times because he keeps laughing because and then he'll look at the re screen and see himself with the hands mm. <laughs> 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 and then driving Cassidy goes there in the first match went I've generally forgot the first match so this is a gamble <laughs> and just and then just goes to the following contest scheduled for one fall and just gambles with what the first match will be yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, Lewis Girvin obviously kind of guys, taking on one half of the uh Actually, be tag team champions, Ashton Smith, which is you know, like you know, kind of like they wouldn't do where they'd have like one and a half of the tag team, who's been where of the team, yeah. I think, was back in the following week. It's the other two, because like last month's <coughs> show I didn't go to it was, uh, Rampage v Ashton. So the other two halves, and the reason Ashton, uh, wasn't there was because, uh, he was like he was doing a blackpool WWE UK, but. This, this week a couple of people weren't there. I didn't realize until afterwards that a couple people weren't there because they were part of World of Sport and World of Sport were doing some live shows. Oh right. And Rampage was on that, so Rampage wasn't there because obviously of that. And uh, I really like this this match. This is better than the I watched all the stuff back from the show I missed last month on demand, so yeah. i like like caught up and all that. And I like this one because Ashton's like one of the guys. He's like big, but he's no like he's still agile as well. Oh, yeah. Like he's usually hit like a springboard like cutter at one point so
0: Is that a big like Bam Bam kind of big guy? Well no
1: that kind of big like he's scary, he's scary but he's like yeah kind of muscular Ah oh, right right Like if you've seen, if you've seen them then you'd, you'd know what I was talking about Yeah But Rampage is kind of like also kind okay, of big but he's like you're going kind
0: to of need to dump about as much as Ah oh, right So one big and agile, one big and kind of agile Aye one kind of big and Yeah <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. really then
1: also you've got Kings of Catch who are known for their high flying. So, having one, the more agile one against one of the Kings of Catch is more of a better matchup. Oh, right. the, like, one point Lewis goes to spring off the ropes and gets caught with a super kick for us. <laughs> and uh with all shenanigans. See the ring with the, the Weeman and their manager getting involved, the Ashton's manager getting involved and getting chased away by Aspen. you need then...
0: shenanigans. Shut up. <laughs> Go on.
1: Uh, but I actually picked up the one with, with, with kind of a ripcord DT where he gives them, like, as if you could do the inverted like, the Scorpion death drop kind of thing. Yeah. And he just grabs the arm and twists them in and he did DDT. DT. Jeez. That's kind of cool. Sounds it. Yeah. And uh, I have a weird feeling. Is this kind of the whole, is this kind of telling that both members of the Kingsley have lost singles matches to the POD? Does that mean that they're actually going to win at the square goal mm. when they face off the tag titles? So who knows? who knows It's like uh, uh, King of the Edge one of the games where they're constantly about and they're fan favourites but they don't they haven't for every, for every reason won the titles yet <laughs> and everyone thought they were going to win that number no one contenders match that the POD ended up winning but also the POD screwed them and then went on to win tails the and then they had to kind of catch that or challenge them so maybe it's all part of the story all, all the chase and all that yeah but uh next match well they never really got going it was Red Lightning versus Aaron Echo all right and before it could really get going, because uh, you've got Redline playing the heel as he usually does, right. where you, you can get Mark Dallas, who I've mentioned before, is it now the heel authority figure, comes out with, uh, he brings these, guy, these guys out, his hand guys out, Kez Evans, Rave Davey Davy and Leighton Buzzard all come out and they beat up Aaron Echo, right. which is a response to, one point, uh, a few weeks ago, Leighton was acting like a dick backstage and Aaron just fucked knocked him on his ass. <laughs> and this was maybe their payback and they were off into Redline, like, finished the job at Reds like walked away refused and we're like oh this is unusual this is kind of a face thing from but then people started chanting for him Mm. and like this is weird because Red Lightning's one of the guys he's always he seems to have always been a heel he's a he's very good heel he's even like the champion at one point and now he's in the other role and like I've seen like things where he's at shows try to gear up but people are building him so you can't make out what he's saying and then suddenly I see this kind of almost shift and then we'll, I'll come back to do it in a wee bit, because something else happened yeah. later on. Yeah, Alright, there. there was a... The ZOG title was finally defended, because for whatever reason, every time I see my goal, every time the ZOG champions in a match, at least on one of the minor shows, no, like a big show, no. it going to be, oh, it's a non-title match, well, why, why the fuck? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the purpose of having a non-title match. On a show. Yeah, within these shows. Cause when you know what it, happens. Like, well. like more, I get like more of a show like a WWE, it's more weekly, but this is usually a monthly kind of thing. So you're only having like once a month, so then you're going like... A, oh, keep, I, if you keep having a run of non title matches, you're going ages without defending your I belt. I have to
0: stop you there, because the WWE is starting to pull away for that stupidness nowadays. They're actually starting to have a lot more title matches yeah, on you, the shows. Yeah, but you get like not every champion defends the title
1: on every show. Nah, Because you build two title matches, whereas these, yeah. are, these on the end you can... Or some all only have... Show it's a couple of months apart, mm. so like if you go to one show, you don't even have to then it'll feel like forever when you eventually do defend the bill. Right. So that's my, my, my point, then no, that's fair. But uh, yeah, they defend, but Joe Cole finally defended his bill against uh, an English wrestler called Paul Robinson, a short, bald fellow who looked like an extra from Bloody Snatch. <laughs> I've not True. seen Snacks, but I've seen clips of it, so I imagine he would fit in quite well. I recommend he's, you if you get a chance watch him. It's a great movie. He's a uh, great movie. Well, and he's from Essex, and he, he was a big part of Progress, and he's a quite a detestable man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, obviously, like I think people were just cheer, started to cheer Joe only because that's an English guy, via a Scottish guy in Glasgow, so you. Aye. Know. Yeah, went fucking boo. Yeah. Although impressively, Paul Ronson <coughs> I think he's a bit older. <coughs> But he did hit a, like a shooting star. Press at one point, while well, he attempted to, but managed to roll through when Joe moved it the way. And it was quite a unique finish where he, Joe had him held up, and what looked like he's got either a pile driver or a sales clerk. Yeah. But I think he, he grasped he kind of legs. Like, so kind okay, of he was holding him upside down in kind of a submission hold, and I didn't realize it was a submission until I seen Paul tap out because he had because where we were in the crowd, Joe's back yeah. was taped, so he was tapping out. He hit him in the submission, but I didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was just hitting up to the Pedro, but he was just taking his time and hitting it. There it was only when I seen Paul tapping out that I seen that he, that he was a submission. And now Joe goes on to square go against uh, Ilya Dragorov, like a very popular Russian wrestler. Yeah, I, I guess that for the name. I mm-hmm. well, that's like I said, think he was German because he spent worst of wrestles mostly in German, like, so shows, uh-huh. shows what I fucking know. <laughs> I see, weirdly, the two worst matches on this show were. Mark Coffey, Liam Thompson and this guy Paxo, who's Italian and he's a bit shite in my opinion uh-huh. against uh, Kerry Williams weirdly they both we did a common thing where they featured at one point, like, like usually towards the end these three guys coming out in these like masks and uh, jumping through the crowd and uh, one one actually attacked Paxo and the other, the other one they attacked uh, Liam yeah. and the first time they came out when they were coming through the Pickwick crowd we were suddenly first on one bars popping, like what the f-? And i seen these guys at the barricade with the masks on. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. And then uh, we were all speculating, like, amongst us, like, who was under the mask, and a couple of them, like, because they go like, in more shows than we do. Yeah. Uh, we're speculating, like, these guys from Source, that it might be uh, one guy <laughs> you can see, like, the mask, you can can't see the face of be you can see, like, the tops of their heads, so you can see, like, their hair. Yeah. The guy with dark hair, like, that's probably Craig Anthony. The guy with the blonde hair is probably like Grant McIver, and the kind of baldish guy is probably Scott McManus, like, <laughs> Well, I say, first off, this is purely speculation on our part. We're not yeah. trying to say, like, oh, we've got the inside scoop. We know who that is. You just you You're having a bash at it. Yeah. And, uh, like, like I say, they could easily take the mask off in terms of it's three completely, completely different people. Uh, again, I, think I want to mention uh, you're going to that show the 22nd, aren't you, the Clay Bank show? So I, so I know, so I uh, hear anyway. Uh, yeah, like I say, he's on that, him and uh, Kieran Kelly, friend of ours, are yeah. <laughs> our teaming up against... Uh, Lucha Scotland, uh, Solar and Lucha DS cool. like to, uh, for the vacant uh, Samaria Tag Team Championships Ooh, that'd so, be good yeah. And uh, another good video of Lightning Buzzard is going to be on that show, he's fighting Red Lightning. so I'll a look, look at the card
0: you've got a good one for your first show No, yeah, nice, I look forward to it yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I, that's if yeah, I go yeah. you know. hopefully, hopefully you go Hopefully I do If, yeah. if the situation falls through that I believe is happening I will just buy my own fucking ticket and go you you should. I
1: will. But, uh,
0: the, damn it, I'm jazzed. The
1: first half. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Because hopefully, if you enjoy it, then you'll go to
0: more kind of shows. And yeah. hopefully, hopefully, I can get you to an ICW show at some. Hopefully. Mhm. Then one day. Because you will we'll be sitting in front row at WrestleMania. Oh. <laughs> Don't tease me with that, Bob, but... we're Wearing our wearing our podcast logo T-shirts, going
1: yes. <laughs> Don't be those guys. There's always people we sign for shows that quit plugging their own shits. Don't want to be one of those guys. I like, thought no part is good, but you know.
0: People, Any publicity is good publicity.
1: Yeah, people are going to look at in the front row and
0: like, look at those fannies. I but they'll remember. Not in a good way, though, would they? They'll still remember.
1: It's <laughs> a combination for another thing. It is, it is. But, uh, the first half of the show was me invented by a uh, women's title match. It was uh, Kelly Rae versus uh, Little Miss Roxy. Yeah. And uh, it took a while to get going, this was actually, a, I really enjoyed this. Because like, there was a bump where they set a table on the outside, then they ignored it for a bit and then they went back to it. Because uh, Kayleigh got knocked off the top of, to the outside through the table. Yeah. And uh, there was a bit where she avoided it at one point where Rosie does a sim sit flip and the person might fall back into the, the turnbuckle. Well, this time she'd set a chair up and she tried it before and Kayleigh managed to avoid it. But then after the table, she managed to hit the silver and send <laughs> Kaylee off the chair cool and like we all and we all but like we all thought oh it's at it <laughs> and done it no it wasn't and then uh roxy we went all austin at me a 17 with the chair going fucking i know, at least like soon as she started putting the chair i'm like fucking austin he's putting the hell out of her <laughs> And i can't be the only person that crowd to made who was making that comparison hmm. then she had I, I can never remember the name of the submission where they tie the legs back and then they reach back and they've grabbed the I want to see a metal lock or something like that, but I think that might be a different move. Maybe. I'm trying to think, but it's a cool looking submission, right? Yeah. You see, like, Kaylee's, uh, you know, the gory one, the one that Chow used to, do is where you lift, lift them on the back and then. Yeah, start, yeah, It's sort of like, uh, she does that, it's called the dirty bomb, though. <laughs> where she used it earlier on, but didn't uh, get the, only got two. Uh, when she had, when Roxy had the submission, she started standing up out the submission and carried it into that, onto the chair. God. She's a really creative person I'm like yeah. oh I could see midway through while they were saying like what they're going for I'm like oh oh and then they're like ah because <laughs> it, it looked good uh, <coughs> so yeah, and Kaylee retains And it was announced uh, at the square Go, she'll be defending her title against current NXT uk women's champion Tony Storm there we go because uh, that sound good I'm thinking though like the the match that they had in the garage could easily have been on the square go. But I because the last couple of shows that Roxy's been on, she's beaten well-established people, so I think they were trying to set her up for a tail match. Yeah. But then I think they, they kind of got the opportunity to have the match with Storm at the Square Girls. I thought, we'll just have it on this show, get out of the way, and then we'll set up the, the Storm match, and then whatever it is, Kayla's going to be doing after that. Yeah. Because apparently she has signed with NXT UK. She was spotted in the crowd at uh, Blackpool. So, yeah, you know, good for her and all that. No,
0: this sounds good.
1: With uh, the match... The the first half, it was Andy Wilde and Kieran Kelly against maybe it was being in Leighton Buzzard and uh, Ravy Davy, but then Dallas added Kez to the match We because he said that Andy Wilde, being a, you know, a bigger man, he calls himself the dad bod god. <laughs> he said uh, Andy Wilde counts as two people, so it's not fair to <laughs> Leighton Davy, so he added Kez to the match. And uh, at the last show, I was told about the one that highlights the show was uh, Wilde gone mental on Mark Dallas, but the way like what? Because he fired, fu- because he fired Kieran, right. and he's said like, uh he's not. He and Kieran shouldn't be scratching for the the position there." And like, why are we not in the square goal again? I bet those guys who fucked off the Blackpool will be in the square goal. <laughs> and uh, so, so they made the match that if Kieran and Andy won, they'd be in the square goal. But if they lost, uh, Kieran would be would be gone for good this time, and Andy would be fired as well. Yeah. So really good match. Like for two guys who don't think of ever team together, Andy and Kieran were like doing something like when Andy would like launch Kieran outside t- onto all three guys or he would do the assist like Irish sweat splash into the corner. But then are not Kieran being the, good good at playing the underdog, he got chapped for quite a while in the heel court again, double team, or like triple team, sorry. Yeah. Well, he eventually makes the hot tag and like, I know Andy Wilde's a popular guy, but I didn't, I was not expecting the reaction that he got when he got the hot tag because everybody went after, that when <laughs> he got to. Like, and there were quite a few good news for us but then uh, The punch came out because they had a match with Leighton and Kieran and all that and the last Leighton and Davey and Kez and Joe Andrew and all that right. but the last show and uh, they, they, just, they took it Leighton uh, Kez and David on the outside and then Leighton suddenly realises he's on his own and he just had that expression like oh no he turns <laughs> around super kick from uh, Kieran got <laughs> Red Spareborn from uh, Andy Wild right. and they won and then they went um, through the crowd and they were celebrating and then and well, uh, the guard down ring, like, ah, you've won a battle, but you haven't won the war, your cards are marked, and all that. And then he threatened the purge about making their life hell as well. <laughs> and then uh, when there's, at the end of the day, there's nobody who would stand up to me, Who you know, when he's got the guts to stand up to my face. And then it comes Red Lightning again. Mm. And then everybody's gone mental for him, and you've like, got a GPWA shirt on and, and words coach on the back because he's a trainer yeah. at the GPWA and where Kez, Leighton, and Davey all train. So he went, it's so he ringing all them. Hold on, he may be your bread and butter one Sunday every month But look at the words on my back mm. You can't breathe in this business without my say-so The <laughs> so things like put them in their place So, uh, for people who don't know ICW, Red Lightning and Mark Dallas have been kind of adversaries for yeah, ages for a good bit Aye We're always with Red as the heel and Mark as the face Yeah But now we've got this new dynamic uh, Now where things have shifted now, Mark's the heel mm. And and so like for four years I've been telling you people that he was the bad guy and <laughs> all the, all these years you were tri- you took the people against me but things like saying like now everybody sees you <laughs> nah, see I tell you tell you kind of like, like Sam and Kevin Owens they were always saying Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were against them and now Daniel Bryan's a heel and Shane McMahon's him, putting him, put him put, put him himself in tournaments he shouldn't be in so
0: when you really think about it they were right all along Shane McMahon's a foul whoso winning the damn titles are <sighs> I know, I know. We can't do anything about it. We can, we can. What What can you
1: do? What <gasps> What are you gonna do, Paul? Oh. I will write a letter. Really? Yes. What are you gonna say in the letter?
0: Shane McMahon, you are a bad, bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Give good barler titles back and play nice. Would that work? No. Are you
1: going to write this in Creole as well. So yes, like a child would write. I'm going to
0: write it in Creole and send it to him. <laughs> There's a step. I forgot a stamp, I
1: drew on one. Yes.
0: (laughs) For fuck's sake. Dear Mr. McMahon, fuck you. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, then
1: Red, uh, Red's everything on the square, go and then, uh, said like it or you're not, I'm going to be the face of your company and all that, and Red's also, he was retired for a while after Kevin injury, he's starting to get wrestling a bit more often. Oh, that's good. And, uh, Dallas is like, oh no, you're past it, you've no got at any No, The moment where, where Dallas went to say something while Red was talking, Ray just like knocks the microphone on like, don't <laughs> fucking interrupt me. <laughs> yeah, and my brother interviewed Red Lightning well back, he was, it was a really good interview, I recommend you listen to it. And uh, he kept being a, kind of an inside joke amongst the guys about this, oh, where he goes, oh, here goes my good friend Red Lightning. <laughs> and then whenever i was here and I'm with my brother, like you liked him before, he was cool, not <laughs> Didn't you? Before he went too mainstream. <laughs> uh. Oh, I hate pricks like that, mind you. Though, mm. like oh something's too popular now. I don't like anymore. Like oh surely that means it's good. To, like took people a while to rec- just took these people a little bit longer to recognize it than you did. Do. Why does that make the person or the band or the TV show whatever it is that's yeah. now popular? Why does that make that any less? As long as it stays the same show, yet more people people like it, it's when they start changing because of the people, more people like
0: them, is when that's when you have an issue. See, I was the reverse of that. Yeah? Like, well, musically. Yeah. When I was younger, Mm -hmm. I was always one of those people like, oh, fucking new metal, bloody rap metal, what a gay (laughs) shite. Metal should be Iron Maiden, long hair, and now I'm going, eh, (laughs) metal's no bad. (laughs) You know, actually, why was I such a dick about it back then?
1: I was going to say, I quite like new metal, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Me too. But I'm, I did. I was too immature to appreciate yeah. the fact that it was good. Mm-hmm. I was just very doggedly, long hair and leather was the thing, like, rah, mm-hmm. Maiden, yeah, devil horns and long hair and fuck new metal and baggy jeans. All <laughs> oh, right, I, I was not explaining the baggy jeans. And, stuff, and Limp biscuit and all that crap, but no, I quite like it all.
1: What do you mean by rap metal? I don't. I've never heard that as a thing. Is that like is that? What you mean like, by like lump biscuit, lump
0: biscuit and shit like that? You yeah. know.
1: I just have never heard the term. Uh, I've, I've heard of new metal and all these things. I've never heard of rap metal. Well, it's, to...
0: it's the same damn thing, is it not? You know. Mm. Yeah. To a certain extent. I know. I don't know the whole ins and outs of musical, musical genres. I just know I likes what I likes. <laughs> and that's most shit nowadays. Yeah. That's the only. It's the only area of my life where I'm hundred percent mature musically. <laughs> I'm musically <laughs> mature nowadays. The rest of it, I'm very petty and childish.
1: I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's true. I'm trying to think because I'm because I really want to talk about what happened in the main event, but I'll try to see if anything else happened before then. Uh, there was a first appearance, and I see we have the anti-fun police. The anti-fun police. Yes. The, Deputy Dunn, or No Fun Dunn, as he's called, I mean, <laughs> this, this big masked guy who's his assistant, I can't remember his name, but uh, essentially, if you to really know what the Andy fun, please. essentially, this, this is generation's right to censor in a way, ah. and that they have the big like, cross symbol, but they just don't like fu- people having fun.
0: Do you know, I, I finally watched ICW for the first time the other huh? day, like, uh-huh. thanks to my brother, Oh, like, like the On Demand? Yeah, uh, he was on... watching it on YouTube or some shit. Alright, what, what was it that you were watching? Oh, I don't know, I was just, there was a guy in it. And I figured you might know who he is, you know. Unless he's one of the, people putting it, it, you on the spot Depends how mind. you're able to describe him, because
1: if you tweet that cunt with a thing...
0: That you remember help. Triple H when he was in DX when he wore the mad yeah. gay hat?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Imagine a scrawny Spike Dudley build version of him. Leighton Buzzard. He's of at Leighton, long blonde hair, scrawny as fuck. Really, it looks like a scrawny Triple H. It, it's English? Yeah, yeah. That was Leighton. Ah, it Leighton, you're describing. He was whining to Mark Dallas about somebody throwing a tennis can at him. I think that might be Leighton. I
1: don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen this clip, but yeah, I think
0: it ah, might be Leighton. Whining in the face, be shit, and he was he wandered off complaining about somebody throwing a tennis can at him to watch when he walked out the room. Mark Dallas just kind of sniggered at him, you know. Yeah, I think it might be Leighton because. He has, he has quite a good heel, like. It just seemed like a whiny little bitch to me. That's
1: his, that's his, that's his, that's character. his thing, whiny little bitch. Well, like, other lad when you meet him, but you know. Yeah. Oh, you know, which thing nearly kicked off, because uh, Leighton being a heel grabbed someone sign in the front row, right? And uh, this one responded by grabbing fucking grabbing Leighton by the hair. And, like, oh, God. A, and, like, we were pointing out, like. Why the hair, man? Always the hair. I know. But, eh, uh, grabbing the hair, and then, him going, he was getting the one's face, and then the. And then when they came back like, later for the match, you could see glaring glare in that woman's direction. <laughs> <clears throat> but you think about it as we were talking about, uh, let's see Gemma. We were with pointed out that. Like if that was a railway way around, it was a guy grabbing a, a woman wrestler by there, Like you would rightfully be ejected. Yeah. And like, why is the why was that woman not? It's it's producing? different
0: rules for different fucking people. It's terrible.
1: I know. No, I don't get it. Yeah.
0: if if you're going to tar a, a male fan with the same kind of uh-huh. like mm-hmm. severity. Yeah, when you should do the same for a female fan. Uh-huh. Shouldn't it be different rules for men uh-huh. and women? I mean, <laughs> if if you, if women are so adamant on getting respect uh-huh. in this day and age, when we should take the bullshit as well as the the yeah. pod it, You know what I mean?
1: I know, like, yeah, you know, thing like you, you, you physically like reached over at one of the before you're not meant to do that. Yeah, get, you should get, be get ejected. Take up, get taken. fuck. <laughs> oh. it's the same as like when you throw, if you threw something in the ring, you'd be kicked it yeah you see like you're going to that's why I always think like we you get you eyes show because like not because you would attack anybody no either. I wouldn't no as a point I may make I about it but forgot a bit but there's a thing about <sighs> throwing stuff of the ring that mind me that like I was gonna say you're going to mostly they mostly appear they're mostly in places that have a bar which probably would suit you down to the ground. yeah Rest, getting, to watch, getting to watch good wrestling and having some alcohol yeah don't know if they sell Eldorado, but they make you serve Jim Bean. I don't know the place. I don't know the garage a that well. A
0: flask. <laughs> they do pat you down before you come in, though. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, I know how to avoid that. I'm just saying.
1: Just saying.
0: They <laughs> patted me down at a festival once too. I still made it in with that flask and a, lot, a few joints. Alright. We we're, cow- we're, were able to cheat the system, is that what you were saying? With joy of cowboy boots. <laughs>
1: The, anti- the Anti-Film please yeah, they're kind of they like the new version of the right to censor. They look dicks. <laughs> I don't know, they were effective, that's... And obviously something like the Anti-Film Police is guaranteed to get in, especially in a place like ICW. Yeah,
0: so how how many are in? Well, well there's only the two that were in there, but I think... No, I mean, the, how big is our group? Well, right, what,
1: the no, Anti-Film police, there there's yeah. only the two of them that were there. I think they're the two main guys, but I think depending on what promotion they go to, they occasionally have somebody who's with them in this promotion but right. not in a different one, but right. I really do like the idea of them growing in numbers kind of thing.
0: Yeah, because right, the censor was four, wasn't it? And then five, and they added, like, Ivory. There was Val. Uh, there was Val, <laughs> Stevie Richards, the good father. Bill. Oh, Bill, And right. then Ivory. Right, I forgot uh,
1: about Bill. And then, and then uh, thanks to Edward, editor, probably, I think, a segment where they're trying to look like they'd converted the Dudleys, where they came out and the things and he goes, yeah. women through tables is wrong. And if that's wrong... I don't wanna be right <laughs> and they start attacking the right to censor What do you think I was like I remember it too well, like oh, oh I actually say like, oh man, it was ironic that the porn Star and the pimp joined the right to censor wasn't it? And then I suddenly be like, but well, that was their point, was not it? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they were because like 'cause like they're coming in and they're saying like I see you always went too long with they said uh, long, I was having too much fun. There'll be no more foul language, no more drink, no more over excessive alcohol, and no more use of weapons, which is essentially describing ICW in almost a <laughs> nutshell there. Yeah. Which, so, there you go, instant heat for them. So, then it was maybe a timeout match to in the Kinky Piper, but I think it turned out to a one on one match between Jester and Dunn because Shao wasn't there because he was on the World of Sport Tour. Yeah. They explained that they put him on a no fly list, so that's why he wasn't there, which is weird. <laughs> the main event, this is the reason I went in the first place. Uh, Jody Fleisch, who is a, he's been around for He was one of the guys keeping it going when, when between the World of sporties and the recent boom. This was one of the guys when it was, when the, when the, yeah, when the, the scene started to die down a bit. Yeah. He was one of the guys along with the likes of Doug Williams and that, that were keeping the scene going. He's still he's keeping re- it, plugging along. Uh, yeah, in the Phoenix, because like, he's like 39 this year, but he still looks mean ripped. He can still fly about with the best of them. So he's kind of like, like our truth. Yeah, like, in that, like, you say, like, he's 39 and you'll come, like, fuck off.
0: No, a lot of people say that about me when they hear my real age.
1: No, they tell you to fuck off.
0: Yeah, but they do say lot regarding my age, too. I can't believe someone in their mid-30s can be less immature. It still it baffles me even more every time. And yet you still
1: keep coming. I don't know why. I'm gl- i a glutton for punishment. Because
0: we are friends, man. We are friends. Good yep. friends. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs>
1: Come on, man. But, anyway, but I heard he better because I don't think the last time he was in ICW was in Chugs, which was uh, in July. So it's been ages that I really enjoy watching Jorian. The fact that he isn't signed with either X, UK or World of Sport yeah. at the moment, it's just baffling to me because he's that good. Hmm. And then my brother was like, maybe he just doesn't want to and all that. It's possible.
0: But... Uh, some wrestle, Some wrestlers might not be want to be part of a bigger system.
1: No, well, I think it would be good because like it'd be one of those things like where he was good for so long, but not enough people seen him. But finally, well, enough. Finally, a bigger audience will see how good he is. Yeah, you know, it's one of the, it's one of those things. But uh, he was originally meant to fight Wolfgang, and I re- it was just a bad that he was going to be there. Like I'm to buy my ticket, but before I did <laughs> buy my ticket, I've seen the announcement. Wolfgang will not be at the show. But then Lionheart came out and on came out me and challenged Jody to have a world title match. Oh. So I like I'm like oh Joey's in the main event for the title. I'm definitely buying my fucking ticket now. <laughs> I was all like giddy and all that wanting to see the show. And then the match happened. and It was really good because like then Jody drop kicks Lionheart over the barrier and then dives into the crowd. After I made mean, sure sort to of stand well back from that. <laughs> so, there was a uh, he does a thing called the seven twenty DT where he springs off turns around it, and then there's another rotation into a total world wall DDT. Yeah. And the fact that he can still do, like I said, at 39, he can still do it flawless. <laughs> as he does, like... Well, the only thing where he went for it got caught in the rock bottom, or the Urafana as Lineheart calls it. Aye. Yeah, <laughs> but then he does hit the DDT, but Linehart kicks it. In the finish game, he went for a shooting star. Lineheart did a randy on Evan Bourne where he stood up, RKO, <laughs> hit the, hit the Urafane again, and then hits a frog splash. Nice. And that was it. So essentially, just bang, bang, bang. And then after at the end of the match, like he shows, Joey show the proper respect for the keeping the scene going. He's there, like, he said, like this said this was a dream match for him. Yeah. And then he like usually I always say that the guy who holds the title is the is the the guy who holds the title is the guy who owns the ring. But for the net for now, it's Joey's ring, and he leaves Joey in the ring to let people like give him this, like the standing ovation and all that. Yeah. And Joey was careful, like thank you everybody for supporting went. I feel the scene's in good hands with the likes of Lionheart about So that was good. And hopefully Jody's the an entrant in the square goal. So.
0: Hopefully.
1: And Lionheart's going to go on against a South African wrestler called Angelico. The square Angelico. goal for the title. He's on this thing where he's challenging world-class talent to come and fight him for a world title. Where he had uh, a Japanese guy called Hero Iri. I hope, I hope I pronounced that right. I apologise if I didn't.
0: You, you pronounced it as well as you could. Uh, <laughs> like like
1: beast of a and you managed to beat him, he fought Jody Fleisch this show and he's beating on Hill going. I'm hoping this is leading to a return of James Storm a ICW for a match, even if it's just a one off, just the idea of James Storm and Lionheart together. Very cool very cool. Uh also ICW announced one uh, I think midway through the show the King of Honors Tournament. The King of Horners. Uh, and May twenty sixth and twenty seventh in the garage. Uh it's uh, the first ever trios tournament for ICWs Cool. And we all started speculating who's going to show up. He's the three, of three and, playing and the teams they've already got. Up there. And then there's a guy, Sugar Dunkerton, I've mentioned him before. Uh, every time he's an American guy. One one, and only time he ever appeared in ICW was away, with the Kings of Catch. And he retweeted the, the announcement saying, Lewis, Aspen, what are you doing that weekend? Because <laughs> Sugar is going to be in the square goal because he pretty much accidentally spoiled that he was going to be in it yeah. by tweeting at the dates that he was booked for. And where he was going, he said, ICW the 24th, like, and everybody knows that's a square goal. And then I, and Mark Dallas came and like, mate, that was meant to be a surprise, you dafty. <laughs> and then he just read like, a somebody just ducking down, just casually, just like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never did like,
1: like, sorry, I'm just going to bury my head in the sand. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, man, sorry. But I remember when he said May 26th and 27th, I thought, oh, they're moving up shugs. Because they announced that that is usually in April, near, around Mania time, or shortly after. But the thing I think they're moving that back to between Shugs and uh, Fear and Loan because there's usually a big stretch between the two. So we thought having something in between. And uh, they usually have in July, Shugs, because that's usually when Mark Dallas's birthday weekend. So, uh, or at least, near enough. But I thought May 26, on oh, they're moving uh, Shugs up then They might like, know this tournament. And I, thinking, I think I Mike I Wish had I had in this because I've heard him in an interview saying that I said that we should be doing more tournaments. And also, he kind of runs uh, Source. And he's been saying how he wants to see more trios and that, so. Be curious. And, what, and I wonder what they're gonna, What the winners can of get for. Because also there has to be something at stake. And who knows. Yeah. Maybe they'll end up being in six-man belts to SCW, It's unlikely, but you never know.
0: You never know. You never know. You never do.
1: Uh, anything you want to talk about? Well, before we talk about this week's facial. Oh,
0: Nothing Victor. I did at the start of the show, neglect to mention, I did pick up a pretty nifty thing from eBay. Alright. Uh video I had had many moons ago. Mm-hmm. And not a wrestling one. Alright. No. Golf for About the Rock, we saw it you. It was like one of the first big concerts in Russia. Alright. Like when the Iron Curtain came down, you know? Yeah. And it was uh, Metallica, Pantera. ACDC headline right. the black crows mm-hmm. and a local Russian band called EST all right. est <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's one of the only ones It's like historically significant you know what I mean because the crowd this is just after everything all the Soviet yeah. shit went away uh-huh. and the, the crowd is massive mm-hmm. like on a gargantuan fucking scale the crowd is yeah. huge but it's like these westernized fucking Russian teenagers and young people and bikers and shit are oh, loving this concert, you know. And on the other side of the coin, you've got all these KGB, uh-huh. no quite getting how kids express themselves at a gig, mm-hmm. you know. And anytime anybody in their eyes get out of line, beating them with fucking these batons and shit, Jesus. you know. So it's like it's like. On one side of the cards you've got freedom and mm-hmm. excitement and joy and, yeah. and then on the other side of the cards you've still got mm-hmm. teenagers having to cheek to express themselves and getting twatted with <laughs> sticks, you know How I mean? dare you? <laughs> yeah. How dare you enjoy this concert? Fuck you. I'll show you to have a good time. <laughs> but I got it. It's a great thing to watch. I'll need to show you it sometime. But also, I got it with, Mm-hmm. the original patch that came with the video All right. you know so on jacket patch All right. you know unused mm. like not even not had a fucking sewing needle pinned through it once cool. it is in pristine condition the tape is great I just thought the fact that I got that for £5 was not bad not because bad, usually if you get those kind of things you're paying more than that, and you never get the fucking patch with it. Like mm-hmm. you never get the freebie. Yeah, it's like when the Rumble ninety two video I've got with the Rand, the Randy Savage poster inside the thing. You're like, Jesus, man. You know, cool. All right. I told you about that. I don't think you did. Did I not? I I'm sure that. I showed you it.
1: Yeah, Rumble ninety two. I'll be Rumble.
0: Rumble. sitting the Rumble ninety two then. Oh, yeah, I'm going to show you it now when it has the Randy Savage poster inside of it. When you take it out. See, the one I had many years ago didn't have this.
1: This really, it really this really works on an audio meme. Audio. So thing you really. can
0: describe the joyous image to the people. Just need to make sure I know how to open it without damaging it. You
1: we, we may take a photo of it later and put it on the. Yeah. Put on there
0: you go. Look. All right. See? Cool. You
1: know I, don't where, I don't know what I don't know else to say. It's just cool. It's all black and white. It looks like he's looks like the macho and uh, if he went to jail. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's it. Ah oh, damn it, I've done this wrong now. <laughs> but yeah, that was my thing, my new tape, you know. I was most pleased with my new tape. Sound most it. most pleased indeed.
1: Actually, I was going to say, I would leave it out there now because I was able to take that photo I'll take the oh, photo okay. when we're done. There we go. But, uh, I want someone to get your opinion on before we go into the Yes, you have a nice shirt. Well, I wasn't going to ask, but thank you. But, uh, it's a Coca-Cola shirt for anybody who doesn't know. It's really Vampire. Dope.
0: Yeah. The the
1: whole thing that apparently the plan still is for uh, the whole Mania May event to be Becky, Rhonda and Charlotte in a triple threat. Oh. And but then there are people who kinda aren't as happy about that. They think it should be a Becky one on one way Ronda. Uh the whole thing is there's only a thing on T V like where Becky kinda slapped about uh Stephanie on this week's raw. Yeah. It's the whole thing where they tried they suspended Becky because she also she had the knee injury or kind of the key knee injury or for the, Yeah. I haven't, well, I haven't heard anything about it being real, but uh so for the now I'm just saying it's Cafe. She had done. Injury and Yes <laughs> but uh, During the rumble And obviously She's still kind of been Selling it on Coming out like Limping right Yeah And also They keep saying Like they want to go Or to go to a doctor And get checked out Because obviously She's won the rumble They want to make sure She's okay for mania Yeah And she's obviously worried That that they see it They'll think it's worse Than it actually is And they'll try and Take her mania moment away That she's worked hard for Fuck that and she's like, No, I'm fine. I've won the rumble on one leg. I can win this match at Mania on one leg. Yeah, she's already came in, so in front of Rhonda and tell her, like, It's you I'm facing. Like, I choose to fight you. And, uh, like, and they keep saying, like, We, we need you and you know that. So, I think the whole thing is they'll have Becky maybe disappear for a couple of weeks on suspension and maybe because Charlotte also like, has unfinished business because she was also pushed off the ladder at TLC yeah. she had that match with, uh, at, at Survivor Series and never got a clear finish the last one no the, uh, the one with Ronda I mean, because she oh, t- yeah, took yeah, Becky's her yeah. but then it ended in DQ yeah. and then she got pushed off her and that Charlotte Charlotte May got pushed off the ladder by Ronda which helped Aska win the title that was the one, yeah. so, the, so Charlotte has some advice so maybe Charlotte won some sort of number one contender thing but then later to me and Becky will come back and then we're like well, he's both got a case that's a triple threat, and that's how they'll work it in. But a lot of people are thinking, like, oh, it's so obvious they're going to get Charlotte, they know, and then they're going to, like. I, don't, I, I I think I it's like making a comparison to. Remember me a 20? When yeah. Sean. Sean, Chris Benoit, triple, triple H. H. Now, when you think about it, it's sure really. When you think about it, Sean really doesn't have a right to be in the match, but he's in the match because. The, at the Rumble he and Triple H had the last man stand that neither man could get back up so it was a draw and yeah. Sean felt he had unfinished business so kind of forced his way into the match and it, it and was it, a great it, match It's a great match when you think about it Sean has no right to be in the match because it should be Benoit getting his moment but uh it's a great match, and everyone still loves Shawn Michaels for it.
0: Benoit well, got his bloody moment. He, he basically destroyed yeah. two legends. I know,
1: and Shawn Michaels is still really loved. I don't see why it should be any different for Charlotte.
0: Uh, and if I remember rightly, really, was it, it wasn't Shawn that eventually took, like... It was Triple it H. It was Triple H A's that tapped in uh, that match. But, uh, you think... Uh, I, like, <laughs> Rhonda,
1: Charlotte does have a kid, and she has, like you said, on Fast Business, and when you think about it, it's Becky's... Oh, will Becky's moment, all that... Bigger if she beats both Charlotte and Rhonda because when you think about it, it will. much like when Benoit won his one and when like Brian won his, meaning a triple threat. Yeah, it's kind of the person who the fans love, but wouldn't be the traditional choice for the the person, no. the like star beating the two people who usually would be the company's choice for a star, and both in all in each instances. So I think somewhere that would be that makes the moment all that bigger. She shouldn't be not one but two. The company's like favorites, the company's go to woman, and like, and it's the fan, kind of fan favor that's holding the belt at the end of Mania, which is the feel good, yeah. Edit, and, and, like... and
0: she's not too much of a goody goody, yeah, So, no. I'm still happy with the fact that yeah. she, hopefully she'll go and she'll win, yeah.
1: And uh, think about like, as much as I do like Roman, Roman hasn't been a fan favorite, wasn't a fan favorite, but he kept me a bit of Mania. So, for, for some fans, it felt like a bit of a downer when Mania ended with people booing the guy that won the main event. Yeah. So, I think last, like, feel-good ended in the main was kind of Brian that May a 30. So, if Becky wins in the main event, the, the fan like, kind of the hottest thing they've got right now, that'll be, like, finally a feel-good event it's it feel like, ages since we've had. Yeah,
0: I don't think we've had one, so like you say, since Brian. And before then, I don't, I don't know. Maybe 12. Because, <laughs> like,
1: I can't think because, like, Mania 14. I would say Mania 21 with Batista. Because, eh. you know, he was on the rise and, like, cause like, Cena would beat Mania in a couple of years. He was starting to get booze from that point. Yeah.
0: No one was ever happy when Cena won at WrestleMania. Like, I was going to say, like, I can't say Mania 26, you
1: know, people love that match because Sean kind of retired. So it was kind of a downer eh. and that he lost his career.
0: And the fact that the fact that according to Triple H at the time Sean in the Undertaker's match was so fucking good it took all the steam out of the match between him and Randy. Well, that was May twenty five. That's the one. Yeah, but so I, think. I think, uh-huh. uh, think me technically May twenty eight when you think about it because The Rock
1: won his down and he won against you know which people were, were happy about. Well, it depends what you depends how you feel about guys like to The Rock coming back because if you don't like that kind of thing, it wasn't a good. But if you like that kind of thing, then.
0: Do you know what, I'll happily take The Rock coming back and beating Cena over Cena winning.
1: Well, they did the following year. So I know,
0: cock. But yeah, like you
1: said, I think it'll make the moment will be made all the better by beating two, and then like if she beats Ronda, right, and Ronda probably goes away for a while, then she can, can come back and have a rematch
0: yeah. in the line. Because I, I, it'd be more significant for her to beat Ronda than would be to beat Charlotte. Yeah. Because Charlotte has taken her... Take nothing away from Charlotte. Yeah. Because Charlotte's great, it's just storyline-wise, she's kind of been a bit quiet recently.
1: Yeah, and I think that we really, really hurt Charlotte by putting her in the trouble threat in Suburban to begin with. I think so. Because, like, while it sort of purpose in that, it had, kind of had to be her that Becky turned on to kind of start this whole rise, rise for Becky. Because I don't think it would have felt as big as I've said before with anybody else. Yeah. Uh. But, uh, but Charlotte was still loved, even after the whole Aska thing, after beating Asuka, aye, but uh, then when she was put in that match, that was when suddenly people—that's when everybody started to turn. Is Asuka still current SmackDown Women's yeah. Champion. Right. Yeah, cool. That's when everybody started to kind of turn on Charlotte and like, and that's why everybody's so up in arms about whole oh, her being added to the match. But you think about it, like if Becky beats Ronda, Ronda goes away for a wee while, yeah. But then in the month, Becky the gets a whole lot of. And in the interview in you've got maybe a couple of Becky. Sure, all that matches to you know, fill in the months in between, Yeah, and then you maybe start building the Raw The Division around Becky, and then you've got her V like, you've or Sasha, <laughs> or her V, whoever, Emberman,
0: like that kind of thing. Maybe bring somebody up for NXT and have Lemuel, rather than have Becky and, or Bailey and Sasha. They're great wrestlers, both of them, I just don't think but, they have any character.
1: They're good when they've got something they do, they had character when they were been left to the side, like, well, you just go over there, being a tag team, we'll find something to do for you. Yeah. Because, like, so, out was we do nothing, nothing, suddenly they found out, oh, by the way, you're in this title match now, and then uh, yeah, barely had that performance in Rumble, like, they're good if you give them something to do, but the yeah. problem is, you're not giving them anything the to th- do.
0: The thing is, right, and I mean this in the most Non bitchy way, so if it mm. comes across as that, I do apologise. Mm-hmm. But in the case of Bailey, right, mm-hmm. how far can you really push that uber goody thing before it gets dull? Uh. You know, because she is still even, I mean, how long has she been on the main roster now? Three, three years? No,
1: Two and a bit year I think she came up after summer's on 2016, so yeah, two and a half right, years. But
0: I mean she came up right in the next she was really popular she was like hugger chick you know she was really geared towards the, the younger demographic right yeah. but a lot of the time when you get onto the main roster you're not really geared towards the younger demographic you're just geared towards a general wrestling demographic yeah. right so even though she's still on she's now one of the main women stars on the main roster She's still geared towards that kiddie demographic, and it just well, well it's gonna it's going to peter out eventually. I don't
1: know, cause like in NXT she was more pe- towards them, but I think she was more kind of, but she kind of had a more general fan base, cause like there were people of all different ages mm. So, you her to be like would adult, growing an adult, adults, and like with Bailey merch on the you see in the crowd, and everybody was behind her. And <laughs> that
0: her, was same adults. She see wearing fucking Sina sweatbands. I think it was quite the same, but without the. Uh, and everybody was so
1: behind her in her chase before taking her, first takeover her, but once she finally won the title, yeah, and all that. But just uh, think they really, up. I think a lot of people point back to the main thing that started her to kind of go because like are finishing the Sasha Charlotte thing when she first came up, so she kind of had to mm-hmm. wait to get her shot. This was uh,
0: Charlotte was still a heel, right? Yeah,
1: but when she won the run with the title on Raw, then there was the whole foot. Charlotte Sasha somehow got involved. So they, so they said, Taylor, you should, why would you want to win? You're not the kind of person to win the title that way. So you should give up the belt, right? now. Like Bailey won the title? Eh, you don't remember. Not, I, like, Bailey? She so won it, I, so won it in, like, early, in, on Raw in 2017, right? And she so, was so, told, like maybe you should give up the belt and then you and Charlotte can have a match for the belt, the vacant belt or something like that, or give badger and then you can have another show it because you won by the random means, but that's not what Bailey does. I mean, you think of it like Bailey, the character, wouldn't win that way. Yeah. And then she went, she, she teased giving the bell back, and she went like, nah, and started acting like, uh kind of like all cocky, and, like, no, that's not the Bailey character. And that's when you instantly realise, like, the difference between how NXT fixed the character and how. And then, and then she randomly beat Charlotte on Fastlane when, when Charlotte was un- kind of unbeaten on pay per views at that point. Yeah. But she would lose quite a bit on TV. But, and then at I Mania, she was in a four way as, ch- as the champion, and she won. And it's kind of just felt flat, whereas if she'd given the belt back, but kind of sc- something's at fastly which leads to the four way at Mania, and then she wins the belt back the proper way mm. at Mania, that's when you would people would have people who were you kind know, of maybe maybe would have got behind her. So
0: what you're saying really, it's not it's not so much the fault of Bailey per se; it's the yeah. fault of how she's booked.
1: More, more, I think so. Like maybe you can put someone in the person, but I don't know. I don't know Bailey, but yeah. but, then, but then as soon as but then the very next people we'll you after. Uh after Fastly. Uh, no, after Armenia when he was She lost the Dale Alexa Bliss and then suddenly <laughs> l- the thing was built around Bliss and suddenly it felt like there wasn't a place for Bailey. Yeah. And that's that's been the issue for that's been the issue ever
0: since. It's just there's a lot more stronger characters there. when mm-hmm. Bailey. Yeah, no. You know. We really we, I hope we don't make the same mistake mm-hmm. with Bailey as we have done with countless others, but we just yeah keep her plodding along until she's basically forgotten.
1: You know no, well, there was a thing where she got a table, she was in the More Contender for SummerSlam, then got injured and then that's when Sasha took her place. Yeah. But when you think about it, well, you wonder what maybe they were gonna do when she before two hundred could she, she have been on her way back to being rebuilt, could yeah. she have been saved after that, but you never know, we'll never know now. True. And then they True. had the whole never ending thing with her and Sasha. Are they gonna feud, are they no gonna feud and then yeah. they, you
0: know, that seems really tiresome. Yeah. A lot of people pointed people out well.
1: that uh you know, the conduct, kind of condescending that like two women who are friends are now fighting don't like to have a match but send them to counselling have these shitty skits If yeah. there's a guy-tied team who two guys that were pals they'd probably be they'd be having a match yeah and it was just like, silly
0: yeah basically
1: we, we could do a whole episode on the likes of Bailey and all that who are completely but, but we think we've talked about it for long enough on this show.
0: <laughs> the silliness of WWE
1: booking I think we need to come to someone more catchy than that <laughs> But, as uh, I was gonna say, we've gone we've gone so far from the whole Becky-Charlotte-Ronda thing that we've yeah, yeah. forgotten what the whole point was. But anyhow. Yeah. Oh, I do know do, the fact that I was listening to a show on the 2004 Rumble from uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast. Yeah, and, yeah. and he talked about the whole, It was always kind of plan, even at the Rumble, they always planned that Ben was going to win and he was going to fight both Brett and Sean. Like Brett and Sean, Triple H and Sean. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would have been amazing, wouldn't it? And Brett randomly comes back and goes,
0: well, what the fuck are you doing here? Brett comes back and goes, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, I was in a, I was in a, I was in a street fight match, hold on. But, uh, Terry Funk brain me. <laughs> but uh, I right. fell off my bicycle. Can, can we not make fun of the stroke victim, please? I'm not making fun of a stroke victim, I'm f- making fun of Brett Hart. Who had a stroke. But not the fact that he had a stroke. I wouldn't make fun of Well, that. that's terrible Well, he fell, the, he fell off the way because he had a stroke. No, he had the stroke after all that.
1: Did
0: he? Yeah, pretty sure he had the stroke, and that's what caused me to fall off the bike, or he fell off the bike, and then he had the stroke. I think this. I think the stroke was a little while after he fell off the bike. Or so it was just the, the falling off the bike was just the thing. But we're talking about <laughs> we're, random we're getting, shit here.
1: We're getting bogged in semantics here. But uh, he we talked about Sean and Hunter were kind of the two, two of the guys that were always pushing for for Benoit to be a top guy. Yeah, and they felt like being both of them would make Benoit's moment.
0: <laughs> I feel really clever about that now.
1: <laughs> well, how the fuck they? How the fuck were they gonna know?
0: <laughs> true, true. <laughs> like, <laughs> dull, silly us. <laughs> we promoted the loony. But uh, but he,
1: like, because they don't, because they knew where, like, into, where they were going to do the moment at the end of
0: end of the uh, mania where they had like yeah. Eddie with one belt, Brent, 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 Brent with the other belt. That that undeserving shite with the other one holding the two best belts in the company. Anyway, we, moving on. If we can get back to the whole point that it was there was maybe that it
1: would make Benoit's moment better, that he would beat two of the top guys and those there there's was also guys that because like Benoit despite being uh a, a bit unhinged like that, he was still a for the most part I was like, for for the most part he was being one of the guys that was actually most well one of the more well liked guys, like Jericho talks about Benoit being one of his closest friends, which is why the whole incident was so shocking, shocking. for shocking to him and all that. And he was always whenever he was be in the media afterwards to talk about it, he was always in the stand- corner of like, Yes, it's horrible, but like this has nothing to do with the whole steroids, which is what the media wanted it to be about. Yeah. And he was trying to push like curly, but Chris had some problems that we didn't know about and he was trying not be pictured his friend but not to not try, to put his friend in a bad light. But uh, but point out like so we don't know the extent of what happened and also trying to make sure that wrestling wasn't dragged down with him. Yeah. But yeah. So it's kinda of interesting, but I uh, we'll think we should move on to Freeze now, shouldn't we? I think we should.
0: I think we should.
1: Episode thirteen of season two, Retirement is Murder. <laughs> I always think it's something like the title of a bloody a radio drama from the forties. It does, doesn't it? I can just hear argue music Retirement is Thunderclap behind Murder <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Yes We're in the booth No Aye. No we're not we're, so we're not in the booth Where are we? We're in the apartment Ooh For once uh, <laughs> <we> just <laughs> looking out Into the The city His dad And Daphne are all sitting at the table With all these photos And yeah. paintings scenes And he goes Ah see What's going out in the wind in the city tonight? Love of stealing because people are out and about. And here it's Crane, Crane. My father and his Shea assistant
0: look over the pictures of a murdered hooker.
1: 20 year old photos of a murdered hooker. Yes. <laughs> he's just like trying to get him he's trying to get me kind of get out of this whole like sort of focusing on the case. Yeah. Because it's been years since they last solved it. Yeah like like, yeah, uh, uh, he goes, Ah, I'm quite a I can eat that, it's okay. Says, like, wee bit like more than a grizzly murder. <laughs> <laughs> Cup of tea. <laughs> but yeah, you were going to say something.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, Just, it's been bugging me for 20 years. I can't figure it out.
1: Like, come oh, on, Dad, let's get okay. out oh, of I've forgotten part we're of like, the
0: scene. Let's, let's go to a bar. Nah. nah. Let's go to a sports event. Let's get tattoos. And then Martin goes, Nah. <laughs> it's the like, fact that he stops someone you right. think about the tattoos right. so I think he knew Fraser probably wasn't serious about that one yeah but Fraser's doing all he can to try and get his yeah. dad to take his mind off the old case yeah.
1: he's like uh, I'm going I'm going for a long walk and I'm not going by myself and then Nate comes
0: in. <laughs> he likes the already in the park
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know like parts of this but for some reason I can't, I'm pretty sure there's something else in this this particular scene that I, didn't, I don't remember
0: I think the best thing to do, and it's not something we do often, I say we just run with it.
1: Yeah. I think we can kind of covered it like he's looking over these photos, he can't go over it and feels just bored and wants to do something. Yeah. And then he goes, then there comes Eddie, like the road at the Drums on the north side of the park. <laughs> but then now we go into the bus and... Uh, We're
0: in the bus, yay!
1: We didn't, <laughs> but we didn't start, that. that's the important thing. Uh, and she's talking to someone we call Helen Who's thanking him for helping her fear, fear of heights I'm just taking it one step <laughs> and, uh, I i oh, well,
0: oh, Going up a little bit higher and
1: higher And now here I am
0: having I'm lunch. having lunch at the top of the space needle Oh, I'm so proud of you, Helen <laughs> <laughs> what, happened? what happened? What happened? I just looked down Don't do that Look at your lunch menu Look at your dinner companion Whatever you do, don't look down she, She's like,
1: oh, maybe I wasn't ready for a window no, seat No, no,
0: you... You are, you're doing great, you're doing fine. Okay, Mr. Okay, Dr. Craig. Ah! For God's sake, don't, don't look down. I didn't. My check came.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a, it. reminds me of the still game one when they're on the bus and they're looking at their bill for the lunch they went to in the big restaurant. 140 body, quid. Bloody,
0: bloody I'll go half us for your shop.
1: Like, uh, getting a price on the years of friendship. I can, but it's not as much as
0: 140 quid. <laughs> Uh, £8 for a wee told bit check <laughs> us. <laughs> Shut off." Anyway
1: yeah, then Ends and then uh, In comes Bulldog goes I caught the first ha- First hour of your show That woman Owned not of a sexual harassment if She called my show I would say Hey If you don't like people snapping in your bra Don't what wear one <laughs> <laughs> And then he's trying to get Rods to come With him to uh, Some sport To hey, see, see the Sonics game or Hey film. I
0: buy You Me Sonics
1: Next and, and she thinks we are just telling like she does no, he goes, Why are the ones always, she already going. and she's already got season tickets and she doesn't want to go with him? Like, Why are the ones who always wanted the most, put out the most fight? And she gives him his spiel. Yeah, she's like,
0: Look, that's when I finally do give in. Oh, what is it? Oh, she comes out with some shit like, what? And she wants to enjoy it because when she finally gives in, he goes, I will be a bit distracted by the fact that every
1: other man on earth has died. died. And, she, and he goes, and doing so, he didn't feel good. He lay there. No. Oh yeah, it was it was close. And he goes, and Roger goes, yes, could have gone either way. Because reminds me of the bit in Big Bang Theory where Penny and Leonard get together, and uh it's when they come back, feel like three months been away, and then he opens the door, I tell her back, and then they start kissing, and then they disappear, and Howard uh, goes, damn, I should have told her we were back, and, her, and Roger goes, yeah, because it was first come first serve. <laughs> I'm always coming up with these comparisons to the other shows, <laughs> aren't I? Let's not, was, let's, let's not get started on the Big Bang series here. That all. was back before that show got shit. It should have ended the last season. It's on its last season
0: now, but it should have ended with the last season. Should have ended a long time before that. I'm
1: um, just saying because I can see where they're going for the finale, and like, that's not really why you want to end it. Because like, for, Sheldon got married at the end of the last season. You think, Did like, he? Yeah. For all of
0: God. Like,
1: but anything like, where do you go after Sheldon finally gets married? When you think about it, like, up oh, that's where you end it. Because there's
0: nowhere you go after that. So where are we going with it now? I don't want to even talk about it. Ugh, stupid, faggy oh, show. I don't want to talk about it. We should have ended it in season three. I oh, don't know,
1: I don't think it's season three, five or six maybe.
0: We should have ended it before bloody Howard's Mrs. turned up, and we should have ended it with Sheldon's Mrs. going away, hey. and Penny going away. I think you're being a bit harsh on Amy there, by the way. I'm not. I think you are, but like I said, I don't want to talk about it Bang. Anyway, anyway,
1: go on. You you dragged us down here. I'm, yeah. I wasn't the one that mentioned still game. And then I meant well, I me mean, a thinking comparison because I think it was similar in that like yes it could have gone anywhere with like no I, <laughs> hey, come on we're gonna we're, were gonna fuck up here. You you carry on I just want to make the reference and move on. But anyway, in comes Nails and he says like is my brother now. Well obviously you host this worse. show They're like oh yes I'm mean to talk to you. Why does a local media carry local squash standings? <laughs>
0: Another one like you, uh, What happened? Some gypsy put a curse in your family? <laughs>
1: he goes, see you Miles. It's Niles. <laughs> like it matters. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, early for our boys night out, and he ends up leaning on one of Dog's bulldog's-, bulldogs' horns. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, I can't remember what the name of the restaurant is. It's
0: the War. There you go. You're welcome.
1: And then he goes, do uh, <laughs> you mind if we ask Dad to come along? And Miles just looks like, oh, no. It's like, do you remember I had the last time we turned to a four-star restaurant? Restaurant that's a whole star. I don't know, but he's know he's weeping lotus binges again. Yeah.
0: No, uh, like. Like we've taken him to the. Take him to the Arb- we've taken him to the Zen Garden, the Arboretum. Wait a minute. Zen, Zen Garden at the, the Arboretum.
1: We only taken to two places. Like we're him to the Arboretum. We're him to the Zen Garden. Well, um, the Zen Garden is at the Arboretum. Like, God it's possible we've only taken him to one place? <laughs> He goes, oh, here we go, and he he, he the tickets to go to the, the go a game with his sons. That'll be the first thing. He goes like,
0: like, the basketball get... game. I can get more leads from accounting. nothing. Yeah, promotions. Right. Like, what's a quintessential American thing? A son going, a father going, to a game with his boys.
1: Can we just kill something in the woods and be done with it? Come on, and he I the name of the arena. He goes, and he says, oh, I went there once. They had a show, and he's. I think he said something quick right. once. He goes,
0: we, had, "We had a home show there. Was I'm a teamster compared to you?" I know. I just
1: over just supplies "I'm a teamster compared to you." <laughs> you know I mean? And yes, because he's been around more people like his dad than Niles has behind yeah. the whole cheers thing. And uh, so they're at the game. They're just sitting there, and Niles is just looking about. You are like, "What are you doing?" I'm playing my exit boots in case of civil unrest. unrest
0: My Mar- Mara taught me that. You love her, don't you? Yes. Why? It just helps to know that.
1: <laughs> And then a uh, beer comes in and goes, say uh, that beer for you? and then, uh, Two
0: glasses of wine. What? I know it's good, but I opened a fresh box.
1: I guess drinking wine at a ballgame. You should be drinking beer. Dad, Did the only you? time I drink beer is when I have German food. What you say? Never. And, thought, and then the nails is putting on his fucking headphones and all that. <laughs> and then his dad's getting a pen off of me. He's and these other keys. like like, well, no, we took you here to get your hand off the case." Yeah. So he goes, look, That's my favourite part of the episode, look, Peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And this guy slows him back and head Niles. How dare you? you. <laughs> and the guy flings him again, Stop doing it. that! That again has felt him he with
0: peanuts and it looks like he's come armed. That Niles, those are for me!
1: And he gets the third time, he goes to, yes, they throw third time, and he grabs him i like, for me? <laughs> Look at that tree, he's come prepared. <laughs> that That's one of my favourite nails, one, yeah. that along with the one in, uh, I think, season five, where they're going to the market, a guy who's with a fish in it, there's other guy and he drops these coffee. Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. You see that the try something with a fish.
0: The only episode that ever started with them on the streets of Seattle. Did it actually? Yeah. Oh. That was the only episode ever filmed out with the home, the cafe. Or the booth. The booth. It was filmed on the streets of Seattle. Hmm. That's That's trippy, right?
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> You know
0: you wasted kind
1: of wasted a fact that you could have used against me on when we do to do a quiz. Yeah, but I'm not cruel, hmm. not like cruel anyway. I've heard your, I heard some, of your, I remember some of your questions when you, the first time we did a wrestling quiz. Yeah,
0: we really fucked you up. That's the way <laughs> about your
1: fucking world tour D- VHS and all that shit. Right there. What part of me makes you think I've ever watched that? None. That why. That's why I knew it was a good question. I knew you would fuck it up. See, that's what. See, I could have easily done the same thing to you and asked you questions about NXT,
0: which you would know fuck all about. Yeah, but you asked me questions which I knew fuck all about anyway. Yes,
1: no, but I thought you'd have more of a chance than if I asked you about fucking NXT episode.
0: Anyway, episode. Yes.
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, we're doing what you, we're doing as we say, rambling. Yeah. I. Oh, yes, the thing, and then I think like, yeah, previously that like why is he uh, like? It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Well, uh, Actually we just said something about the uh the team he goes dad goes this doesn't make any sense. Well I don't make the rules dad, I'm just saying it's
0: interesting. Like, no, no why would the why would, be why would the bill be going down?
1: Helen was a tall girl. Why would it was it Helen? I don't know. Helen. Yeah. I'm don't think because Helen was also wackled the colour, they both called Helen. I yes. Know. I was like, what's well, she was a tall girl, why would the world be going down? Dad, why are you so obsessed with this case? And then he talks about how he promised the mother yeah, of was the like, victim.
0: Ah, oh, I promised the mother she She's always needing to know and she's an old woman now. She's in a care home. Just, she doesn't look as if she's got along to live It kind of lit a fire under me.
1: And he goes like, I appreciate you taking me here, but I'm going yeah. to, before he d- makes the look best nation, they do the whole wave and Frasier's the only one of the three that stands up. Yeah. He's like, he goes, and he leaves in the, as we see here, on the guy sits MC like, Hey man,
0: what's the score? What's, what's the story?
1: story? <laughs> and then, uh it, Back in the apartment, uh, Martin and Daphne are looking over the case. Like, uh, 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 I don't know something he said. I can't remember. But then in comes three niles, and they're going on, they're like, sorry, I could. it's the shame? You couldn't join us for dinner afterwards, Dad. Yeah. Uh, yes, but not one good
0: liqueur on the cart. Ah, but what's better when a perfect meal? A perfect meal with the one tiny flaw we can spend the whole night picking at. <laughs> So
1: impossible standards. They <laughs> take like the reach glasses and shit. Yeah. And looking at the case and all that. It, the dad's Martin's like, I don't think I can solve it. Solve this now. I'm just going to go. East. He's just going to go to his bed. Yeah. And, a, and then comes uh, Daphne goes, "How was your dinner? Good, but don't look not a good look. Cute. Good with one tiny flaw. Oh, just how you like it. <laughs> and they're uh, looking at all cases and, uh, and uh, Daphne goes, "Oh, I've seen you're a bit fascinated as well. He goes well. Occasionally it interested. an you go like, who, who, who are these people? And like, these are some of the players and the some of the main suspects, detective Where He goes, Who's this Oh well, that's Wobatan, the logger. <laughs> if he asked me, he did it. Well, he had an alibi at the time. He what's was killing that? someone else. <laughs> and he goes, uh, what's the name of the guy who trains the animals? Uh Brisbane. 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 <laughs> and the animal saying like I saw his show in show in Vegas. It was
0: What uh shooting Fake arrows at Brisbane's attractive assistance derriere.
1: One like, went they're edging tra- out, out Shakespeare and then they're shooting arrows at Brisbane's lovely assistance derriere.
0: They <laughs> just look down like... <laughs> yeah, It's hard to believe what Vegas was once, wasn't once once the techie place it now is.
1: <laughs> mother of the Stern we need to stream in the show with so such excitement. just
0: like, <laughs> uh, You think Nails watched that? Jesus. I know.
1: Oh, he was young. Yeah. But, uh, he, he was <laughs> young. <laughs> but uh, Then uh, Frigio gets an idea and he said, doing like, where, where was Brisbane and when he was at the dog track at the time? Uh, several witnesses that corroborated that. He goes, I've got a theory. You could be the killer and still have an alibi hold up. Yeah. I, okay. Niles,
0: Daphne, I give you the killer. And he and he says, holds like, up a picture of like, a monkey. Like, the monkey?
1: And he said, like, if you can train an alibi, why couldn't you train it to And he goes, But why would they? A monkey. And then Niles
0: does one of my favourite bits no, no, no,
1: no, no, yeah, Like Stephanie was doing like Why would he shoot and he goes Because she's jilted him for someone else He goes But this is really far-fetched for someone Could he really train a monkey to shoot someone?
0: It's not so very far-fetched <laughs> It could be Brisbane's horrible ode To murders in the Rue morgue It's when an escaped orangutan Climbs across the rooftops of Paris Killing mm, people Killing people <laughs>
1: And he goes like we've like we've solved it, and he, like hey, like uh, how will Dad feel
0: if he finds out we solved the case? And it took him twenty years, and he couldn't solve it. And they like to rearrange the photos in a way that all them again to come to the same conclusion they did. And then at the same time, Martin comes in, and he comes in and he's like, and he sees what, him what and are seven. you what are you doing? No, oh, I had these all arranged in a certain way. And, he, and Wait he's, a minute.
1: He pa- pauses and he like he's light bulb. And he's like, I can't believe it.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yes, Dad. Oh, got it. I mean, it's it's crazy, but I've got to go. And he goes away, and he's like, "Oh, just just see him, so excited." You know. And then he walks back in. Like where's the, my entry one close-ups? No, like oh, it's no, like a kidding no, Christmas.
1: Where's my entry one close-up? <laughs> so, uh, Fraser comes in the next day, definitely like your dad's in the He's presenting CD and Fraser's on nervous like the more thinking about it, the more far-fetched. I mean, a monkey. Like who I hope he did left man the station. <laughs> and then in comes uh, Martin Martin and he's like, Did it call you? And he went, No and he went, oh, "I was probably stupid. Like, they said we'd check it out. Which is exactly what I would say when some tinfoil had crazy knuckle uh, would say that the Martians were trying to steal his thoughts. And he goes, Like, I can't believe how I got how I got, got, got to some sort of crazy theory. Yeah. But then... Frazier reveals that it was like it was me, I I did it. You killed her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said. Like I, so I had a, the theory, and I arranged it so you'd come to the conclusion about it.
0: Now, well, you might have put the foil hat on my head, but I'm the one who walked into the station with it. And then uh, the door goes, and uh,
1: out it's comes Frank and... and Frank and then he's like, I don't know, if he's going to hits him for like we wasted worth time. No, he's like,
0: well, look, how would you come up with such a crazy theory? Thirty hours of man time and five like, detectives, five detectives wasted a whole day. We got the bastard.
1: <laughs> no, he brings in the coats and they're all Shelby. And they're all packed, yeah. like, Well, don't
0: He's like, ah, oh. and then Frazier's knowing the real thing. Like, So, how do you know it was Shelby? I uh, only revealed like what he we actually saw. Yeah, yeah you like, like, well, I kept wondering why Helen was trying to write help in the dirt, but no, she was trying to write Shelby. She died before she finished The B. B and someone must have kicked dirt. Oh yes.
1: I, just remember, I think I just remembered but they were they were talking about that early in the episode about the help. Like, why would she write help? Anyone who could see help could clearly see help could also see help. Why would she need the word help next to Yeah. So then, then that, that was then why it was wasn't the help she was writing. Yeah. But anyway, anyway So like so Shelby and all that, like we we thought we cracked them. He cracked us like as soon, like as, we question, as, soon as we questioned them.
0: So Fraser walks back in. And Fraser like,
1: Fraser's in there we. Yeah. He, he definitely, like, and they're all happy. We still all but, happy. We still like.
0: Well, sometimes you just trust my superior intellect. But no, he walks back in. And Martin's like, well I can't take all the credit. Took my egghead son with his book, yeah. his PhD knowledge to crack this thing.
1: He goes, like, come on, just tell people how he came up with it. And he's like, oh, actually, and the uh, that next, uh, definitely, like, well, I was standing next to him at the time. <laughs> and, uh, he this, and he starts and he starts explaining the whole monkey theory. Yeah, and people are looking at him more like, what? Like, what? Like, maybe well, I should slow it down a bit. Yeah. And he's starting to digging himself more and even Daphne's starts to question. She's like,
0: when I, when I say I was standing next to him, I was standing quite a bit over there.
1: Like, you thought it was the monkey? And Peter finally realises maybe he's... <laughs> like It wasn't?
0: No, it was Detective Shelby.
1: Who was Shelby? It was a vice-cop who was in love with Helen. That'll give you my second choice. <laughs> so... What was the monkey's tail about? Are you doing for insurance money? <laughs> I tell you, we got to put a tail on that monkey. <laughs> if it was him, he'll sling. swing for <laughs> this. <laughs> and then, uh, Fraser tries to join in with the whole thing. You know, and yeah. just, his joke's just completely... His boned. joke's just too highbrow and Aye, gay. Talking about some who'll represent him. And yeah.
0: Who's going to represent him? Clarence Darrow.
1: silence. You know, like what? He's like, he, just, he tries it, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. And he just looks at the guy on oh, the cops goes, is that gun loaded? <laughs> <laughs> and then during the credits, in comes Frazier in the house
0: and his just looks, oh, like, oh, for fuck's sake, and Daphne's lying there with pretend blood on her lip with Eddie holding the gun in his mouth. And then, uh, Martin comes in and then everybody's all laughing at him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no. It must be, I don't know. I
1: don't know if maybe when memories, memory serves me, but I think the first time I ever watched this ages back. I don't know if I liked it that much. But, well, I, but when I first watched it, but I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Here. I must say, like despite our less than stellar recollection of it, well, we got parts of it. We got parts of it, and I must apologise to our listeners if was, we if we still have any after that. I think it's the, the first two first two scenes that were hard. But from there, we were. Fair. Yeah. But. It was a a less than perfect review, I apologise, from me personally, I'm sure Scott apologises too, Mm -hmm. he's very tired from uni, and he's just pulled an undertaker face with his eyeballs there, it's very disconcerting. Sorry, I can't do the eyeball actually with the the rollback. I can. I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, how would you give this episode then, a thumbs up or a thumbs in the middle I'm not sure uh,
1: um, Thumb- I probably would give it I would probably get a thumbs up more than anything because it wasn't a bad episode yeah. even though I can
0: remember parts of it I'd give it a thumbs up not a solid like mm-hmm. but you know like a middling
1: middling to up I think, middling a, to I, up. I think that's a fair assessment yeah. be
0: because I mean it was not one of the best fucking episodes on the planet but it does have lots of really funny little moments like like in the birth of the woman with the height and then that and Niall's little things like mm-hmm. it's not so very far fetched. There's and lots of little which, which bits, oh, like that.
1: which again seems like something out of a out of a very detective like or radio drama when there's are part of the case together. Like I knew it has to be, and starts explaining why who so and so did the work. Or if that was low brow, just go oh,
2: bastards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you would agree with the middle and ring Yeah, definitely. So Paul, it's your musical choice this week. What will it be?
0: My musical tra- choice this week is "Trash" by Corn.
1: Yeah, so they've used Corn in the past,
0: have you not? I have, but they're a good man. N- I'm just saying. Would, would you, you like, like? Oh well, would you like to veto my musical choice no, and I'm make me pick something else?
1: Oh, No, I'm just saying like there have been times where I picked a band I picked before, and you you are like, oh again, like. Well now it's your turn to go. Oh again. Well oh, I wouldn't go again. Just mainly, oh you've mentioned them before. Yeah, I say it casually. I don't. I'm not at
0: all. I don't act like a dick about it like you do. I know, I am only messing with you. But oh, trash, well, my fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you're not playing this. It's perfect. Uh, do remember to follow us on Twitter at SBrambling. You get me at Scott McGlory96. Like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Rambling Podcast. will follow our links to Anchor, and we're available on all good podcast sites, Android podcasting sites, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, hmm. iTunes, I believe.
0: Bean. Why do you keep laughing at Podbean? I just find it funny. Grow uh, up. Now. No, never. I won't do it. I think.
1: Well, I don't think this was our best episode, but we we sure we had to. We, I knew we should give our listeners something this week before I go away. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of tales from my trip that I can tell talk about next week.
0: He'll he'll come back with he'll come back with a conviction. <laughs> I'm going to try and not go that far. Just stitch it into your jacket. We
1: won't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're on about.
0: Bring back some weed. <laughs> or a cookie. Or some weed and a cookie.
1: No, I'm not bringing you back any weed. What about a windmill. I'm going to go before I punch Paul. <laughs> <fall. laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.